0: Episode 297 of Global From Asia, this one is a buddy of ours stuck outside of China, stuck outside of his apartment, with this whole coronavirus nightmare, it's a good one, on the edge of your seat, globalfromasia.com stuck for photos and notes and images.
1: Welcome to the Global From Asia
0: podcast where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down
1: into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini.
0: Thank you so much for choosing to download or stream or... I don't know where you're getting this anywhere. My wife's pushing it all over WeChat and uh, it's in iTunes. I think it's in Spotify, I think. But uh, however you got to get this show online. I hope you're enjoying it. There is just so much happening in our world of this cross-border e-commerce, Asia business, whatever you want to call it. It's just insane. Uh, It's almost trouble deciding what episode to put which week, but this one I had to sneak it in. Zach Franklin, a regular on the show, a really good friend of mine, speaker at our cross-border summits and other events, and uh, and a guru at uh, Panda Leap and AMZ Kung Fu and I've been keeping up with him. He was also in our coronavirus roundup. Quote: uh, He he fled uh, China with uh, when he starts seeing masks everywhere. Gets his girlfriend cherished, which he talks about in the show. Goodbye for a while and went down to Bangkok. His lease is up on the 15th of March. So actually, I think this show goes online right after his lease is expired. <laughs> uh, it's not really funny, but uh, so he goes back early morning, gets some Taco Bell, gets a Taco Bell mask, and he goes to China to try to move his stuff out, settle up his lease, and uh, go back to Thailand. Eh, Something I've been thinking about doing, because I'm separated from my wife and kids. I'll leave it at that. He gives an amazing uh, insight. He had not slept for 48 hours. I think he got a little bit of sleep for our interview, but I think it's our job here at Global From Asia to get these kind of kind of uh, stories, and this is what our advantage is, is we have amazing people in our community that give us insights of what's really happening on the ground. And uh, after the show, I'll I'll give you some of my updates about where I think I'll be going. Uh, As of uh, this weekend, I'm meeting my team, Alvin, our amazing editor, Mindy, Stephanie, LJ. We will be uh, meeting in Bahol, uh, so I really hope to even make our content better and improve your feedback is always appreciated. Also, thanks to those that voted for last week's show about the name change. I had a feeling a lot of you guys liked the Global From Asia. But uh, if you didn't vote yet, I'm still looking at that. I'm still refreshing it or I'm getting the email alerts. GlobalFromAsia.com poll for that one. P-O-L-L. I'm switching the numbers to the words. And this one is GlobalFromAsia.com stuck. S-T-U-C-K. And uh, we're going to put some pictures in this one. Um, Zach's gave me some pictures. So if you want to see some things, this is an audio-only podcast. But we do have some images and notes. And always, we actually spend a lot of time making these notes. You can check it out at globalfromasia.com stuck. All right, let's dive into the interview with Zach Franklin. Are you an accredited U.S. investor looking for exposure in the Amazon FBA e-commerce space? Or are you somebody that wants to get exposure without having to get your hands dirty with launching and all the other stuff we talk about on this podcast and many others as you know i'm a partner at alpha rock capital and we are raising money in the spring and if you are interested to get more information connect with our investor relations team and others i would love to hear from you check it out i'm a little landing page for listeners at global slash arc alpha rock capital a-r-c global slash arc thanks again I'm trying always, as a podcaster, to keep my ears open. And, uh, you know, Zach Franklin from Panda Leap and also AMZ Kung Fu. Which one is it,
1: Both, (laughs) Both? Uh, Panda Leap is kind of a brand of AMZ Kung Fu.
0: Got it. Got it. So, yeah, I mean, mean, you've been on the show a couple of times, at least, probably even more. You know, you always so, um, you know, you speak at our events and you always appreciate uh everything you do for us and i'm in your wechat group for panda leap and mm-hmm. you know i try to keep up with all the groups and i saw I, ca- I was catching up uh we're here in middle of mid-march 2020 and you're like telling your your group you're like okay guys heading back to china from bangkok and uh we also had you on we also you know you also recorded on the coronavirus update here i read off mm-hmm. your show. so you you Maybe before we jump into your China return and exit in one day, let's talk about, you know, your experiences, you, you know, as we quoted you in the coronavirus podcast a couple weeks ago, you you saw everybody wearing masks, you read the news, you were in Shenzhen, and you just kind of went immediately to Bangkok when that was like a month ago or
1: something. Um, ago? Yeah, well, I flew to Phuket and then spent some time on the beach and then made it up to Bangkok. Nice. And then uh, things didn't look like they were getting any better. So I just got an apartment here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you got an apartment there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a common trend in all the different, uh, in the, in our communities and, uh, everybody in this industry and down here in, in China, Asia, this, a lot of people are leaving China. It's happened even before the virus, but now it seems like it's escalating. So
1: it, well, now it seems like almost nobody's left in China. I mean, a couple of brave souls have like gone back, but you know, the community that's there is not there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, my I think, you know, my think, listeners, and you know my situation. Uh, my wife is up in North China with her parents mm-hmm. before before this uh, outbreak, and uh, yeah, I'm here in Manila. I was thinking about going back, and I'm of course curious to hear your story. So, so basically, the story was, yeah, you you basically are in Bangkok, you rented an apartment, your lease is up in a couple of days.
1: In China. <laughs> and-
0: so it basically this Sunday, the 15th, the show will go on the 17th, so it'll already be past. Uh-huh. So you went back to China to move out. So you're in your group and you're like, okay, guys, I'm going to go back to China. Is it okay? Or do you want to just give us this idea of your, your uh, yeah, so, thought process
1: well, of this experience? It, yeah, so I woke up in Bangkok, day of my flight, went to go get some Taco Bell at the grand opening. <laughs> My life mission is to go to every Taco Bell in Asia, and My. I'll be the Philippines. I'm all good. Yeah, um, there's
0: plenty
1: here, man. Come so on. So what's cool is I got like a Taco Bell promotional mask. So now that's the new swag of, of choice for these companies. That's a good idea. Um, and you need a face mask to do anything in China. Otherwise, they'll kick you off the subway. You can't get in a taxi, all this stuff. So um i flew back to china i was really excited um to to get back home see everything and see everyone and um overall things were smooth when i got to the airport i mean it definitely felt you know off everyone's wearing masks you had like i had my temperature taken at least 15 times before i left the airport like some of these temperature checks like 3 of them are like 5 meters apart so it's like Really? Is my temperature going to change this (laughs) much?
0: Unbelievable.
1: So you you know that like China is basically going to war against this thing. I mean, everyone is just like, like after someone walks through, they're just like sanitizing the air, spraying stuff like, you know, there probably is not a safer place to be than China. Um, I got in my taxi. The taxi driver had a huge plastic um, wrap between like the front of the taxi and the back of the taxi um that i hope that he knew where i was going because there's no way i think he could hear me <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: the money through the uh the side window um so i finally get home or try to cherish is waiting for me outside and she the first thing she does is she squirts me with like lysol or something like everywhere <laughs> you know after i haven't seen her in two months and she <laughs>
0: So, Chan, his girlfriend for those that don't
1: know. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they called um, the apartment complex beforehand like the boss, the boss's boss, the boss's boss's boss. Hey, you know, my boyfriend's coming back from China or from Thailand. Like, you know, is he going to be able to get in? And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. You know, he's got to register, he's got to do this stuff. And so I thought, you know, okay, we cleared this with my apartment, I'm going to be able to get in. And I see all of the packages because now logistics has started working in China. Like it's like a mountain of packages outside the apartment complex <laughs> people sorting through. It's like every single person has a mask. The one second I didn't have it on to smoke a cigarette, people are yelling at me. Um, <laughs> do, you, do
0: people smoke through the mask? Man?
1: I, I don't know what they're doing. But um, so, yeah, so I'm walking in through through the line and then they're like, oh, you got to register. And I'm like, of course, no problem. And it's like a three-step app registration. Okay, so you need to scan three different mini apps and you need to do it. I don't have any internet right now because my SIM card broke the last time I was in Thailand for China. And I had that one for four years. And so um, I tried to register with one of our extra phones that's tied to one of Cherish's SIM cards. And then... I fill out all of the information, all my travel history, you know, basically every piece of identifying information about me possible. Um, I have to take pictures of my passport, picture of my boarding pass, everything else. And then they say, you know, after like 10 minutes filling this out, oh, you can't come in. And we're like, oh, why? Um, And they're like, oh, well, the number that you used isn't registered to his passport. You know, even though it's all the same data, but if your number is not one of the big three Chinese character um carriers, carriers and it's not yeah. tied to your personal identity, um, you will not be able to get in. So they said any way he registers is invalid. And I'm like, Okay, can I try a Thai number? Um and by the way, none of these apps are in English. Your security guards probably don't speak English. If you do not speak like fluent Chinese, like you do not have a hope in this process. Um and so like they don't have they don't let you put in Thai numbers or any other type of phone number. So even if you have like um, any non-standard phone number situation, your number will probably be invalid for this process. Um, and if you are arriving to China without internet, you will not be able to get in. Um, you can't just get like a SIM card in the airport or anything else. And so we call the boss of the apartment complex and that takes about 30, 40 minutes um, you know, I, I have to send selfies, I have to send my passport again, I have to send all my my stamps in my passport, I have to send my boarding pass, I have to send everything else. And they're like, Oh, oh, um, no. <laughs> and so then we call their like boss, like, we're basically like the head of the entire brand of the apartment, practically. And they um said, Okay, but. He needs to stay in his room for two weeks, like absolute quarantine. (laughs) And I see other foreigners walking in. I don't know what the, how the fuck they got this. And uh, (laughs) so then I asked them, I'm like, okay, what's going on with any of the other foreigners? Because I live in a complex that has a lot of foreigners and they're just saying, oh, well, um, three of them had to go to like deep quarantine. And I'm like, what's deep quarantine? (laughs) (laughs) Like the government like took them out of the apartment Going about. On. Yeah, And so I said, okay, let me think about this quarantine thing. Let me go have a beer and think about it. Because as long as I haven't walked into this apartment yet, I haven't agreed to anything. I haven't given, you know, like the police, like my stuff. I haven't signed up for any quarantine. And, you know, I'm having a beer with Cherish and we're trying to figure this out. So remember, I got to my apartment at about 7 p.m. And yeah. already it's about 10.30. Crazy. 30.11. And so we're, we're thinking, we're talking, and we play rock, paper, scissors. That's the deciding thing because I have three options at this point. One is I go to a hotel, which will start the quarantine process. I will have to be in that hotel for two weeks.
0: Oh, you have to see. That's what my wife is telling me. I have to pay 300 RMB a day
1: for 14 days. I don't know where she got that. Yeah. So, fuck that
0: hotel. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's not what I signed up for. So option two, I do quarantine in my apartment. My lease is up in five days. So, they basically said I can't really do that or something, and that's like a huge complicating factor. Um, It's like, what happens after five days? Can I leave China during a quarantine? How do I do this? Like, there's just no information for foreigners that's been published by official guidance. And every apartment complex has their own rules and their own style of enforcement. Um, Cam Walker brought up a really good point, which is mostly like, they're just trying to do whatever will get them less complaints by the Chinese residents. Yeah. Um and this is true because while they were saying just, you know, like May Banta, May Banta, Mi Bu Jinju, you know, the other Chinese residents are just like clapping them on the back, like literally clapping them on the back, like keep us safe from this foreign invader, you know, even though I've been living there longer than they have, I was one of mm. the first people in the complex. You know? Um and so you can tell, like, what get echoes in the, the Chinese news, which is now China is safer than everywhere else. These foreign devils are going to yeah, come in. Yeah, this
0: is when, when these again. yeah.
1: Every, this is the main Chinese talking point that I've heard echoed to me everywhere from the airport to the taxi to my apartment complex. So um, I go have a beer and I say, like, okay, we'll try the quarantine. So the security guards have switched shifts by the time I get back. And the apartment, the big boss has gone to bed. At this point, this guy is super uncooperative and he's the only guy. So he just, may bonfa, me bonfa, me bonfa, which means like no way. Yeah, like
0: and no, no ability. No
1: possibility.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, so basically like, you know, it's midnight. I'm stuck outside my apartment. I have no idea if I can get in at all. I'm not I'm not allowed in at all. There's nowhere that I can go to sleep. Um, I'm like chain smoking on a bench outside, like just trying to figure out the options. But at this point, I'm not thinking like super cl- clearly. Like I'm very frustrated. You know, I just flew 2000 kilometers. I want to go in to my house. I can see my house. Um, this is like the most frustrated I think I've ever ever been in the last couple of years and i haven't been able to just think clearly like maybe i could have like snuck in through the parking garage or something or (laughs) i don't know so my only other option at this point um is to have cherish go in, pack up some of my stuff and then fly back and i start looking at flights and the flights back to china or back to thailand are insane Um, there's almost no availability between China and Thailand right now, and when I'm looking at all of the flights, normally a flight to Thailand from Shenzhen, how much do you think it is, Mike? Normally or now? I mean, normally,
0: normally. I think it's normally it's like a couple hundred bucks or less. Usually, I think one way. Yeah,
1: normally I get it for like a hundred or less. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna uh, say a hundred, but I I'm just round rounding for up for like a yeah. hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, and
1: every flight was at minimum five hundred dollars, and the ones that Um, and every flight except one, we're going to take more than 25 hours with layovers and like Shanghai or Kunming or something else. 25 hours for what's a two hour flight. And so I'm getting frustrated at this point too, where I see, I see there's one direct flight and I might need to take that. So I have chairs go and I pack my stuff. We keep trying to negotiate with the guy and at four in the morning, like because there's nowhere I can sleep, I'm still outside, I'm just drinking coffee like, and it's raining, you know it's like of completely course,
0: of course.
1: and so I'm just like, okay, this is it. I'm just gonna go back, so booked the ticket and got all my head to go and packed my stuff. I was like guiding her through video call about what's important and what's not um, and so then after that, um just left back for the airport you know had to have a couple choice words with the security guard like dude you cost me like 800 bucks round trip i had to travel 4000 kilometers like oh, man there's really nothing so i mean like obviously i understand china's need for you know security their solidarity against um this disease and it's really admirable especially compared to the stance a lot of other countries are taking but they do need to think that there are like hundreds of thousands of people that are not going to fit some of their strict requirements. It's the Chinese system. And it would have taken, because I I do development, I know what it would have taken. It would have taken about three hours for them to create the system needed to use other phone numbers or to make an alternate system for foreigners. It would have taken a couple hours and maybe a hundred (laughs) bucks. Um, of development time which is what makes the situation so ridiculous and so within one day i flew to thailand from thailand to china absolutely got denied for everything and i didn't want to just be like homeless in china for like days like sleeping on the street
0: yeah Um, because you said you get stuck in 14 days in a hotel or in your apartment yeah which your lease was up
1: yeah so without like proper guidance to foreigners about like what is entailed by all this stuff like I wasn't able to make any proper decisions at this point you know I just didn't have like I was just completely emotionally exhausted like I came all this way I see my house I can't get in and I just grabbed myself paid this 500 bucks for a direct flight back and uh came back so I spent about 800 bucks uh for this flight. Um like both ways just to be in China for about like fourteen hours. Got to spend some time with Cherish like at the airport and stuff. But um this is one of the most frustrating things I've had to experience in a really long time. And I would say that um unless you know for, for a fact that your apartment is going to let you in, that you have like everything tied to your official passport, you have a work permit that you are, like, as official as you can be, um, there's no way you're going to be able to get into your apartment.
0: And just to be clear, just for listeners, I think I know you flew to Shenzhen, not Hong Kong, because if you went to Hong Kong, you could not even enter mainland China, right? The border, or I don't even know, right? Yeah, because
1: we, we don't know. Like, I couldn't get a flight from Hong Kong because, I mean, as far as my knowledge, I mean, I might be wrong on a lot of this stuff, guys yeah I mean
0: nobody knows really yeah
1: is that i don't think that there's any way for me to go at that time because i know i think there is one border thing open but i don't think you can go directly to the airport from it and i know hong kong also does like a a quarantine process so i didn't want to get like a double quarantine you know where i'm yeah what if i'm in like china i'm quarantined for two weeks i go back to thailand let's say in the two weeks i'm in Uh, China, Thailand implements quarantine. And then I would have like a whole month of of my life taken away. Um, So I think it just really underscores the need for being pandemic proof in your business. If I was not still making money from different online businesses while I'm going through this massive period of just disruption everywhere, um i don't think i would make it i think i would end up in really really tough situations um i really feel for everyone that's that's caught up in kind of a nine to five that a lot of people don't know if they're getting paid you know i was talking to some english teachers in vietnam and their school is just canceled for months and months and they're not getting paid um yeah same thing with some chinese teachers but i think they're getting paid i ran into a couple in cambodia um and it's just if you are not focused full time on creating this, this online independence lifestyle, it's not just so you can sit on a beach. It's so that if, if the world goes crazy, you're still okay. And so mm-hmm. I'm really thankful that I've been able to, to make that because otherwise, I don't know what would happen.
0: Yeah, this has just been a wake wake up call. Or just, I think everybody's gonna be different. You know, have different adaptations of their life, their business, their mm-hmm. their everything from this. And yeah, I mean, I guess you and I are pretty pretty blessed to be able to work online mostly anywhere. So so um, as long as we have internet and electricity, which sometimes is even hard. But uh, um, yeah. Well, yeah, I know you're still exhausted. This has literally just happened, but I'm glad you shared yeah, it. this. Uh, bas-
1: I was basically up for 48 hours to, uh, to do all of it. The-
0: yeah, yeah. So you had some Taco Bell. I'm, I'm kind of curious. I think you have a picture. Maybe we can add a picture. Did it have a Taco Bell logo on the mask? That'd be a good yeah, promotion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd love if- to see. Maybe
0: we can add it into the show notes, a picture of it with you or just a mask. Or got a you Taco
1: Bell to t-shirt, too, and um, a couple of fun facts about me um taco bell was my first ever job when i was 16. nice not, not only that the reason panda leap and all my other brand colors are purple and white is because of my love for taco bell and my personal mission is to go to every taco bell in asia and the only ones i have left are seven in the philippines so yeah dude, i know in, them right be here in yeah. soon mike
0: i guess i guess one more little question pop in my mind maybe our listeners have is I was scared you are going to get stuck in the middle. How can, So you were able to go into China and then re-enter Thailand. Thailand didn't quarantine you or anything? Oh,
1: my God. So when I got back to Thailand, I actually almost got deported. Yeah, um,
0: see, this is what I was thinking.
1: I spent an hour with the immigration official, and this was not because I was coming back from China, um, although I did have to go through kind of a different line, and I had to wait for like this health declaration stuff. And of course, they check all my my stuff. Um, but I'd just been in Thailand too much because in December, I was there for Affiliate World and I stayed like a couple weeks. And then January, I flew in and then I just did an extension there. Um, but basically, they saw just too many Thai stamps in my passport over the last like 90 days. And so um, I had to like basically say like look i'm trapped because of coronavirus i can't go to my apartment in china here's the card for my apartment in china i had to speak chinese good enough to like convince them i had to uh basically say like look because i just came from china i can't go anywhere else where do you want me to go indonesia won't let me in like vietnam won't let me in like korea japan america would point me and so basically like the entire reason I was led into the country was because I was just in China and they wouldn't be able to send me anywhere else.
0: Okay. So yeah, you just couldn't go back where you came. Well, uh, I guess you've kind of answered my question not to go back. I mean, I really want to see my wife and kids. It's been a couple of months and, uh, you know, my plan was, you know, I was down here, you know, to business development, Alpha Rock and other stuff, but my plan was to hop back and forth, obviously before this outbreak, but,
1: Mine, mine too. And uh, yeah, I don't think it's ready to go back unless you are the model foreigner in China. You know, if you have a work permit, you have I'm on a
0: business visa now. Yep, cause I, I, don't, I
1: don't even think business visa is going to cut it. If you have um, it, any abnormal phone number situation, you know, like I said, it's going to be the small random things you don't think about that's going to, ruin your your chance um crazy realize that the security guards have this incentive to keep the thousands of chinese in their apartment happy and not you and yeah. this kind of this may banfa culture which is just you know they're just going to not make the decision and not give you to the person that can make the right decision on uh, if you don't have anyone that can speak chinese with you you are really your chance of getting in is, is pretty low. Um, So think very carefully, I think right now before going back. And also there's a lot of just kind of nationalism where you are not on the right end of it. I I respect China a lot and I think that they're doing better than, than anywhere else could be doing, but it's going to catch a lot of us up in the middle of it.
0: Agreed. I know it. I don't want to say it started they're even saying it didn't start there in China now somehow, but, uh, I don't want to get into the origin, but you know, a heck of a lot of people had it there first and it got out from there and now we can't go back. It's unbelievable, right? It's actually really unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, Yeah,
1: I mean, I just feel really bad right now for cherish because we have to move out, but here's the thing. Um, they won't let movers into the apartment. They won't let friends in to help you move. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, how is she going to move out? The four bedroom? What's the landlord
0: so, going to do? Get a new tenant?
1: Who's going to move in? I guess people can move in, but it's just hard to move out. Um, and they can't bring in movers and stuff. So like while I was sitting uh, outside, I saw people taking like, um uh, what's the word for? Like these little carts um with dollies yeah, or yeah, something trolleys in and out um and what also sucks is that i was like the only person that they stopped <laughs> like going in so um yeah it's just insanely frustrating at least um i was able to get a lot of my stuff from from the apartment i mean a lot of stuff's still there um but it's uh it's been an absolute mess of 48 hours and that's kind of my report from on the ground. Yeah.
0: Thanks for sharing, man. This is what our podcast is all about helping share these updates. And of course for you, let's plug your stuff a little. I mentioned it, but what's some ways people can find you in the business?
1: Uh, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so basically if you're an Amazon seller, go to wwwpanda well, com. Um, you can uh, find me through any of Mike's WeChat groups or anything. WeChat is the best <laughs> yeah. way. You can add me on WeChat at uh, Zach Z A C K J F, and then two four zero one. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that WeChat is the best way. Just say, "Hey, I heard you on Mike's podcast." And if you are an right. Amazon seller, there's plenty of stuff we can help you out with.
0: Yeah, Zach's a man. Always sharing at our conferences and. And a podcast in the past, so and thanks for this on-the-ground real-time update. We're like a new—I guess that's what a podcast is—is is news. But this is uh, this is also really helpful for even me personally. Uh, I was uh, already thinking a delay, but now for sure, uh, I'll tell the wife to listen to this. So yeah, <laughs> all right, buddy,
1: and just keep in mind, like maybe you got into your apartment easily, but every apartment is going to have different rules. So if you're holding out. I would keep holding out before going back. You just yeah, I just know.
0: extended sixty more days. So, it's so a visa here in the Philippines. Extended my tourist visa for another two months.
1: So, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Well, thanks. It's been great to be on, and uh, yeah,
0: get some rest.
1: <laughs> well, do see you later. Bye.
0: Save the date. It's gonna happen. I've been talking to the amazing speakers and our attendees and sponsors and cross border summit 5th annual 2020 still on the calendar still still got things rolling ahead not opening tickets right now because of this whole virus mania it doesn't seem to make sense so we would love to hear from you please save the date november 19th to 20th 2020 chiang mai thailand uh it will be hopefully back there with my wife and kids before to prepare but we're really excited to bring it out of china Bring our amazing speakers in our community out to share their knowledge, share experience, connect with others, and really just get quality relationships, make some business deals and more. Crossbordersummit.com slash Thailand. Well, thank you so much, Zach, for sharing. With your lack of sleep and everything, I know you always put Global From Asia high on your list. I really appreciate it. I got to follow along in that real-time WeChat group of his and uh I hope you enjoyed that little adventure, that nightmare. I mean, seriously, I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I uh, I think I would have, uh, man, I don't know. I would have broke something. I would have freaked out. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to explain to my wife. It's already hard enough communication with, you know cross-border, culture, marriages, and relationships, so can imagine him trying to explain to cherish what's his important stuff (laughs) on, like, a video call in WeChat to move out of your apartment that you have all of your belongings in. Like, seriously, the stuff that we do here, I guess, you know, pioneers with arrows in our backs, you know, I mean... It's definitely not a boring life, but, uh, you know, I think we should get a bonus one of these days for surviving this nightmare the last couple of years. Trade wars, Hong Kong protests, viruses, volcanoes. What is going on in Asia? But it's going on around the world now. I mean, seriously, it's scary. I mean, everywhere, even my parents in Florida, I mean, are talking about it. It's going in all around the world. I hope everybody stays safe. Maybe China's right. Like Zach said, maybe, maybe it is better uh, locking everything down, keeping people out. But now they're, like, calling foreigners, like, I said, treating like dogs or, like, we're, like, dirty people. I mean, started in China. What, what, you know, like, okay, you guys got to kind of keep this in perspective, I think, you know? Come on here. But, you know, they are trying their best to take care of their people and their communities and their car, apartment complexes. Little mini community villages, I guess, like olden times. But, uh... As far as me, even before the Zack Nightmare, I was already talking to my amazing wife Wendy and kind of saying let's wait till May or so to uh, bring me together with the family. Maybe even just skip it and go right into Thailand together, skip China altogether if they can even go to Thailand. But at this point, I have my two months extension on my tourist visa in the Philippines. I'm good till mid-May. I don't know, I was talking, you know, I got on Wall Street Journal, John, one of, the, one of the amazing editors there is, like, inviting me to Singapore, I'm talking to Andrew Henderson to go out to Malaysia, KL, you know, it is a good chance for me I'm not single, I'm, I'm a solo, solo traveler now, I mean, I could hop around a little bit, but, uh, this, you know, this whole travel nightmare just seems like it's better I don't really go outside too much but uh so basically uh my the wife and kids are gonna have to wait to meet their poppy meet me and uh i wonder what my kids are thinking right now but yeah i mean i was thinking similar like what zach 14 days i'm on a tourist visa i i don't know a business visa but a 30-day stay i would have to fly to north china 500 600 700 dollars one way Multiple stops, two or three stops. There was no direct, so it's a similar. Like, do I really want to stay in like, and then if I go to Korea, can I even connect in Korea and go into China? Then I would go to like, I seriously look. You can look it up yourself. Manila to Shenyang. Okay, put it into one of your favorite travel apps and let me know. But uh, from when I looked it up, one ways is like six something do- hundred dollars, like a lot more than it used to even. And uh, there was like three stops. (laughs) So it was already a nightmare coming down here. If you guys remember on that show, I had a delay and I basically slept sitting up in a a chair in a Shenzhen airport coming to Manila from Shenyang. It's not an easy place to get to. No direct flights. So, yeah, this is the blah, blah, blah session. But basically the plan is I'll just stick it out in Manila or at least Philippines. I think I want to go down Davao, maybe Cebu, maybe travel around a little bit here. Eh, there's just so much and there's so many amazing interviews I seriously have trouble deciding which show to put next we got a whole amazing lineup for the next few episodes um, don't want to keep saying it's coronavirus but man we're in Asia this is really fascinating this freaking story of Zach getting some Taco Bell getting a mask flying to China can't get into his apartment flying back like that is a nightmare man That that, that, that is crazy so um, I hope everybody enjoys this As far as cross-border summit, still on the penciled in November. But, you know, even other events, you know, I mean, Global Sources canceled April. You know, I don't know. Canton Fair, we rank in Google for Canton Fair canceled. And they're starting to, nobody's contacting me from there. But I have an official chop letter about it from their WeChat that they deleted. But I think they got to cancel. I mean, things are getting canceled. I've heard shows in America getting canceled. Amazon events in Europe getting canceled. It's going to be a rough, rough year, I guess. We just got to work online more focus on our learning I'm studying I'm studying I'm taking online courses studying personal branding I've been building out my own personal website michaelmickelini.com it's a long one if you want to check it out it's a little bit more about my consulting and coaching services to work closer with some people that want some VIP treatment from yours truly but basically study more learn more stay home more you know I've been washing my hands like a germaphobe I've been using my knuckles to push the elevator buttons, try not to open doors. I'm like a germaphobe, but I think the other thing is maybe you won't die, but maybe you'll make some old people die or weak people die. You know, you can still spread it around. So even if you might not die from it, you can spread it and and make more people risk. So, you know. I don't know how many more episodes. Next week's show is similar, but a different angle of what's happening in the industry and some trading. Some masks. We got masks. We got a whole show about masks next week. I was going to put it up this week, but we got masks. Everybody's talking about masks. It's insane. And uh, we already recorded uh, some of it. We're going to add some more to it, but it's just uh, a lot of stuff happening. If you want to check out this show, globalfromasia.com slash stuck. If you want to vote for last week's name change global from asia.com slash poll p-o-l-l i'm using words now not numbers and i hope you enjoy this show let me know i've been it's been nice to hear from some of you we also have an email newsletter we try to keep you all up to date but that's about it have a great day stay safe wash your hands don't push your fingers on buttons and doorknobs but let's all be germaphobes and let's stay safe take care bye-bye